AM600KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Time for a commercial real estate update with none other than Walt Arnold, S-I-O-R-C-C-I-M, the alphabet soup to get you into your next commercial real estate deal. Apartment, industrial, well, all commercial, any commercial, office, as well as, what are we missing there? Retail, I think. And all you have to do is pick up the phone and dial direct. 505-256-1255. That's 505-256-1255 or waltarnold.com. And uh, we're going to co- sort of go around the horn a little bit with uh, Walt on uh, different product types and see what's going on and the latest and greatest in uh, commercial real estate as uh, we are seemingly going back to work. Um, that is good. And we have been for now, uh, I don't know, a good four or five months and everything's been lifted and restri- unrestricted and these poor restaurants, they've been through it all. And here we are, Walt, we find ourselves marching on and uh, we didn't get to year three, thank goodness, in all of this yeah, uh, with, with this. And uh, how are you this morning? I'm doing excellent. How are you doing today, Eddie? I'm good. Checking in with uh, how the business is doing out there. What are you hearing? What's the latest uh, scuttlebutt, I guess, if we were on a warship uh, that's going on with some of these uh, uh, businesses out there? How are they feeling? You know, I think overall everybody's excited to be, you know, hopefully things will do the mask mandate lifting. That was a good thing. People are going getting back to work. I know in our office, people are getting back to work and other offices that I go to. Uh, and we do a lot of office leasing. We manage some office buildings and it's a good, it's a good sign that, uh, people are getting back into the workforce and, and wanting to get back to the office. We are seeing some things about, you know, tenants wanting to downsize some looking at the possibilities of, you know, what do I really don't after we've gone through COVID, we really don't need all the space that we had, mm-hmm. you know, some of our people are going to work from home. And it's really kind of business by business. If you look at, you know, if you're in a, you have a bunch of people, programmers that are just looking at the computer screen all day, you know, do they really need to be in the office? But the people in a lot of the service industries that need to talk to each other, there's a lot of, uh, you know, when you give, you have that ability to come together, some synergy, you know, with people that are in the office, I think that's been missing. And I think a lot of people are excited about seeing that come back again. Obviously, some of the meetings I still go to and attend, they're still both uh, hybrid, both uh, online and in person. So I, I think we'll start to see as we as we start to see that kind of play itself out. I, I think we'll really see a, a move back into the office space, back to meetings, a lot more things. I think the one thing that's going to stay the same, Eddie, is you know Google Meet and talking to people you know, via sure. computers is, is going to continue for quite a while. But the office environment you know, has been pretty stronger, a lot stronger than I thought it'd be. We haven't seen a lot of uh, people struggle to pay rent on the office side. Um, our, you know, multifamily, if you go around the horn, you know, multifamily market's very strong. Good. Uh, retail's been good. Uh, things are starting to happen again. People are looking at space. Of course, the, hard, the hardest one is kind of the mom and pop business. I, I think we'll start to continue to see a lot of retailers nationally fail. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had a lot of companies that went out of business last year and the year before. Right. I think that will continue to move forward in that fashion. Obviously, Cottonwood Mall, you know, in the paper, in foreclosure or declaring bankruptcy, is not really sure exactly, you know, what the process is right now with them. But obviously, that's an issue as, you know, we haven't seen for a long, long time, we haven't seen any kind of mall, retail mall go into trouble like that. So Yeah, when did that we'll, uh, we'll, get declared? Was that earlier this week? Yes, that was earlier this week that that was in the paper and they mentioned that. But um, but uh, industrial, you know, very strong. The thing we will are, are seeing finally is uh, some developers and 
building some spec speculative buildings, uh, especially on the west side. Uh, probably larger, larger buildings, you know, probably 50,000 square foot spaces mm -hmm. for each tenant, but it, that's happening. And I think we'll continue to see that happen as we have a definite need for industrial space, 1% vacancy, lowest of all time. So we'll continue to see people reach out and you know, spend, you know, take the risk and, and build some industrial space, which is badly, which we really do need uh, to make you know, to give people opportunity to expand and grow their business. It's, it's, it's critical for that. Could we uh, possibly, I mean, convert, you know, portions of Cottonwood Mall or itself? Uh, could that be, you know, a rezone to industrial or, you know, maybe take some industrial uses? Is there the advantage of maybe that with some of those lease rates that are coming in? Because I know I go through Cottonwood or I go through, you know, Windrock or Coronado and, you know, they're, they're struggling. There's no doubt about it. Coronado seems to be full. Uh, Windrock, you know, kind of hit or miss, and Cottonwood definitely struggling uh, with, especially yeah. with the tenant mix that that's there. But is there a possibility of having some conversion? I think the conversion would be somebody that would need that just in time delivery, and I think obviously the the name that comes to mind mm. is Amazon. Right. Yeah. I think Amazon has done that in other places where they've taken these large retail spaces, you know, hundred thousand, you know, fifty thousand to hundred thousand, two hundred thousand square feet and have converted them to just in time, you know, just warehousing to deliver the last mile, you know, product to people. And I think Amazon's probably the likely candidate for that. Mm, okay. Anybody that uh, has that need to, to be right there and can't afford to pay the, the rent. Cause I don't think, you know, I don't think one of the things that you don't want to see, and I don't think will happen is uh, I think we'll see alternative uses, mm -hmm. a straight industrial use where it's more like a, Distribution, warehouse distribution, probably not. Mm. But something that uh, some a tenant that can afford to pay, and some of those buildings too, Eddie, are, are actually owned by some of those entities. It, you know, um, you know, Sears owned their building. That's currently on the market, uh, available for sale. Uh, the Sears Auto Center out there that was on, it's it's on the market part of that. So some of those some of those buildings, some of those tenants own their own buildings. So. As they go out uh, and they, you know, they go out of business. If they go out of business, their building <clears> comes <throat> vacant, and that that's an impact on the center as a whole because obviously they need the center needs those entities, those retail businesses to pay their common air maintenance fees and taxes and insurance to make sure that the uh, you know the center is viable. One of the things that's so interesting though is that uh, you know physically the property itself is so well located, Walt. Um, you find itself uh, at the corner of Maine and Maine for the most part. If you're looking at the geographical center, population center, you're looking at Coors and Corrales Road for the entire area, given the number of people who live in Rio Rancho, the west side, east side. I mean, the Cottonwood uh, Mall itself seems to be just at a place where, you know, various components all come together as, as one if you're looking at uh, the broader metropolitan statistical area, uh, which would encompass about 800,000 people. So, you know, that, that is very curious, as is the shutdown of CVS, you know, as is the shutdown of, you know, various other end, things that have been able to get real traction in that area. You know, I don't know what it is, if it's the routing of the roads there, if it's just a, a lack of disposable income, if there's just too many strip centers, but there seems to be a problem that could get solved there. It should be a, a focus of the city of Albuquerque. Because, uh, you know, that area is just fortified. Retail follows rooftops with just so many rooftops. Uh, it's just all right there. And maybe just 
kind of help me sort of uh, unpeel that uh, onion, if you could, for me. What do, what do you think? What's the uh, first thing that comes to mind for you? Yeah, you know, one of the things, obviously, the malls have struggled across the country. You know, I think even Winrock obviously has tried to, you know, recreate itself uh, as a different kind of entity, you know, with more residential housing, with more hotels, with uh, not an indoor mall anymore, basically, but a, an exterior mall. Uh, Cottonwood, uh, Coronado has always been a good job at creating spaces. But even if you go into Coronado, it's not like Cornell it was before. I mean, right. there's a lot of entities in there, a lot of different businesses in there, a lot of people in, you know, the carts business and, uh, you know, just those kind of uh, things throughout the, the store. Um, <clears throat> and the uses have changed a little bit, a little bit different uses. But Cottonwood, if you look at Cottonwood, I think in general, my, my impression and my opinion is that Cottonwood started that and then all around Cottonwood, a lot of big box retailers have come in there and really created not just is it not just cottonwood but is that whole environment that whole area from alameda to coors to old coors you know <clears throat> and that's that area there has just really encompassed i mean you drive over there at any time of the day and it's busy because there's mm. just so much there you know why people aren't going into the mall is i think what malls from across the country have struggled with i see i think we'll continue to see Maybe it's governmental entities, maybe it's office space, maybe it's uh, entertainment. All those things are going to change the way the in, inside mall is going forward. Um, I just, it's not, it, it's a, it's losing kind of the luster that it had in the past. And I think people are going to change. And the way that we use space is going to change. The way we use uh, entertainment space is going to change. The way we use office space is going to change. So all of that kind of plays into it. And we'll see what happens. But Obviously, right now they're dealing with some issues on, you know, obviously not being able to pay their lender, and that's caused a problem for them. One of the things, and that's interesting, especially in this interest rate world uh, right now, uh, from an investment standpoint, that just uh, is kind of crazy. But I will say that if we look at Latin America and we look at some of their gathering places and their centers, and we just talked about the retail, you know, lifestyle, people wanting to get out and connect. And we've talked about this, you know, maybe two years ago, Walt, when we started looking at the vacating of the big box stores and we were starting to look for alternative uses for some of those places. And immediately what we said is people want to get together. People want to stay connected. They want to be closer. And immediately following that, I think within a couple of months, you know, we're, we're in a COVID world and, but I think uh, we're going to bounce back. I think with more people getting together uh, and wanting to do that. So maybe it'll become uh, sort of a collective uh, uh, place where, you know, people can offer their little hobbies, assortments, food offerings, uh, maybe gifts and things like that, where people can go to, I hate to say it, but a little bit like a Mercado, um, uh, where people can kind of go and, uh, and go through places. And, uh, I'll tell you, uh, finding somebody local to take the risk, find the capital, roll it out and get a lot of people who can, you know, have a place where they can put their goods and services out there on a permanent basis, uh, will be, you know, good. We've seen the kiosk movement take off for a time, you know, the kiosks have been supplemental to the mall. Now I imagine the kiosks uh, are probably, you know, probably a good portion of, of the bottom line of those places and some of the, uh, on a higher impact uh, per square foot. So just kind of some thoughts out there, I think that, that uh, we could certainly look at, but uh, it's going to be an interesting world, uh, certainly going forward. Thanks for the update as always, our longest advertiser, Walt Arnold, uh, S-I-O-R-C-C-A-M. And how can people reach you, Walt? Thanks, Eddie. Walt Arnold. Uh, 
SVN at Commercial Real Estate, 256-1255 or waltarnold.com. There it is, folks. He's the best. And uh, if you're looking at renewing your lease, if you're looking to get a lease analysis, lease abstract, and you want to see kind of where you're at right now, this is the best time, literally the best time to evaluate that and uh, put, their, put the lease in front of you. They'll spit it right back out at you and uh, tell you exactly what's in it and what your options are in the market. Back after a quick break uh, right here in the Kiva on AM1600 KIVA. ABQ.FM and rockoftalk.com. On top of the world here on this Saturday. Up next, your money matters. Michael Trujillo. That's next. 